Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. That was a fun chat, Andy. I enjoyed that. Okay, now, Mr. I'm not sure what I think about pro football focus. How do you feel after now you had a chance to put a human face and touch to the PFF machine? Oh, he seems like a nice fellow, and I like that he distanced himself from the simulation that's in its beta <laughs> testing mode. What did he say? Twenty percent, maybe it's it's yeah. about twenty percent accurate. So that okay. sounds like someone who like created an AI that's about to take over the world. Like my intention was just to help humanity. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, Tony Stark. Right when he created that Ultron, and it, you know, yeah, exactly. Go wrong, but yeah, exactly. I, he, he, he was a good humored man. I've dealt with others in his company that aren't all they get a little more defensive no. if you question their numbers and their statistics. So, no, I yeah. I enjoyed. And let's be honest. I mean, he kind of fed my beast. Christian Gonzalez. Yep. He really likes mm-hmm. it. He thinks James Robinson, if he's healthy, could be um, sort of an under uh, under celebrated addition. So I'm all in with Brad. He can come back anytime. He's one of the few good ones at PFF, apparently. Oh, well, I'm not sure if that necessarily was the olive branch they were looking for, but then again, you do how you do. All right, here we are in the back end of the podcast. We're going to do a little mailbag. I got some great questions from the Foxborough faithful from the Facebook and the socials, but real quick, Andy, let's just touch on what's been the story of the midweek for Pats fans. The news dropped Wednesday evening. The Patriots have been docked, fined, or told to cancel two voluntary OTAs, two OTA days. It wasn't that Belichick didn't want his coaches talking to the media. It's that the NFL came in and said, you guys did this wrong. We're telling you to take your ball and go home for now. What do you think was behind the Patriots losing those two OTA days? You know, it's usually too competitive or too much time on the field or too many, you know, coaches on the field that weren't supposed to be when it's supposed to be a strength and conditioning coach on the field, those types of things. It's usually relatively minor. I don't love it for two reasons. First and foremost, We've talked about, I really like the the structure that they've put together with Bill O'Brien and Adrian Clem, adults mm-hmm. on offense, Steve Belichick yes. and Gerard Mayo, adults on defense, Joe Judge, Cam Accord, adults on special teams, Matt Groh, the adult in personnel, Bill overseeing all the adults. Well, this structure done screwed up a little bit, and it's not uncommon. Pete Carroll did it. Mike McCarthy's done it multiple times. Super Bowl winning mm-hmm. coaches do it. The other thing I don't love. Oh, is the possibility that there's there's a whistleblower in the ranks like somebody you know coming off a year where clearly there was a disconnect between matt patricia joe judge and the players did a player turn them in like what happened here i don't love that idea i did read that oftentimes they're now forced to tape their otas and voluntary workouts and submit those tapes to the nfl and then if some sort of Well, I did notice a a physical anomaly. This seems to be a little too aggressive, Mr. Goodell or Mr. Vincent, that somebody may have 
turn them in from the offices. That right. would not surprise me at all. And no, I am not trying to play to the base that is, yeah, ESPN and the NFL hate the Patriots. Defend the wall. Hurrah! Do you think the Patriots even resonate with them anymore? That's the sadness they of do. this. With the NFL or their fans or both? Just in general, the Patriots have lost their, they're like, they're not Darth Vader anymore. They're not the the badasses that you want to hit. Mm. You're not fearful of them. They're kind of sad. They've had two losing seasons the last three years. They haven't won a playoff game in four years. They're not, they're not the big bad villain they once were. So I'm not even sure they'd resonate. Now you're right on the taping part. You, you, you either, I think you have to submit them and yeah. who knows how closely they look at it. Maybe they do sample. Like just maybe it's, you know, 32 teams send them in and they just randomly pick four, look through them, see if there's anything that stands out. It could be that. I would prefer that over, you know, do, 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 do. Hey, uh, NFL, I, I just left the practice field. and This is St- Stamondre Revenson. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, yeah, even worse. No. If it's somebody like that. No, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be him as well. And I don't think it's a whistleblower. name out there for no reason. They just picked the wrong sample. It's too bad. And as far as the Patriots not being a villain or the Darth Vader of the NFL be- a- a- anymore, I understand. But at the same time, I find your lack of faith in the force and Foxborough disturbing. And what else would be disturbing is if we didn't make time for all these great questions we have for a quickie mailbag here on Six Rings and Football Things. Andy, I'm just going to throw them at you fast and furious like your favorite Vin Diesel movies. Here we go. Michael Peterson on Facebook. Do the Patriots keep five wide receivers or six this year? I'm excited to see Boutte and Douglas. It seems like a crowded receiver room. Okay, so I've heard this idea. We've even had the Bill Barnwells. Oh, they have too many receivers. They're going to trade Kendrick Bourne. What? I mean... Are we considering Demario Douglas and Kayshawn Booty as legitimate option? Like, <laughs> apparently they're the yeah they're like Mike Williams in uh what's his name in say in Los Los Angeles now like we're what are we yeah. talking about like Kurt Godwin and Evans stop it it now. makes no sense to me they are Keenan Allen as our friend Brad from PFF said they're they're in yeah. their like beta testing phase like they could just yeah. fall apart not work and really need a lot more uh, time in the offset like. And maybe one of them is good. I would be really surprised if both come in as late round picks and earn key roles. So I think they're a five receiver team. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I think it can be a stretch to get to five. Like you, you know, we'll see how it goes. So you have Juju Smith-Schuster's your one. Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker are your two and three, right? And then yep, you Tyquan have Thornton. Tyquan Thornton. Okay. How, Someone how else, B- B- Kayshawn Booty's going to make it. Oh, maybe. I think but he does. I think the he does. fifth option is an open door, is to be won, yep. is to be earned. The first four, mm-hmm. I think, barring unforeseen circumstances, are on your roster. That's my point, though. Get to six, you couldn't get to five. You had to yeah. say, well, we're going to win a fifth, so how are you going to get to six? So I think it's a five. And also, I don't rule out the four. Bill Belichick will not keep a fifth receiver just because it says here in the NFL that most teams keep five receivers or more. He'll keep... You know, and we have the wild card of Ty Montgomery. Is he a receiver? Is he a running where do, back? Yeah, where do they sneak him in? Mike yep. Kosicki, do you say, well, he's really kind of a receiver, so he's the fifth receiver. So I think there's a better chance they keep four mm. than there is they keep six. Good point. Yeah, you keep Kosicki, uh, 
Yeah, you keep okay. You keep Gesicki. He qualifies as tight end. You keep another one as a blocking tight end. Gesicki is more of a receiver. That's how you can keep four. Okay, that can make sense as well. And look, who knows what it's gonna what's gonna happen with the Patriots special teams as well after the kickoff rule got passed this week. Andy, since we didn't get a chance to comment on that because it passed just after we recorded our previous episode a couple days prior, could you explain to the fans, the listenership, the six ringers? what exactly it means with this new kickoff rule and how this may affect the Patriots specifically who invested so heavily in special teams this offseason. So we know one of the new age adjustments to the already put in place kickoff rules was at times Patriots and other teams would try to kick it high and short, kick it to the five yard line, right? Let the coverage get down, make the play, try to keep them inside the 20 or wherever it may be. This eliminates that because this new rule is you fair catch it at the five. You do not take possession at the five. You take possession at the 25. Wherever you fair catch it, you're at the 25. I hate it. You know, I'm a football traditionalist. Uh, I saw Andy Reid pushing back on it, saying basically we're going down the road toward flag football. But Andy Reid, you shouldn't be surprised because Troy Vincent within the last year, when asked about the future of the NFL, said flag football. Like they're telling you where they're going. I don't know when it turns fans off when they start to say, wait a minute, this isn't football. I I don't appreciate the fact that the NFL has uh, hypocrisy in their player safety. All right. the information tells you turf is not good for players. You should be playing on grass. All the information. And yet almost everybody has turf. Why? Cha and ching because they can have concerts and monster jam and all these things easier and their turf still looks good because it's fake and it causes injuries. Oh, so you you disregard player injuries for turf. You disregard player injuries to add a 17th game, but you want to take player injuries out of the game because it's part of the game on kickoffs. It makes no effing sense, and I hate it. Yeah, you know, also at this point now, I know we talked the other day about how they're not going to adopt the XFL style. Instead of kicking off, you can go for a fourth and 20. I do like that. I wish they would do oh, no, it. I, thought, I don't find it gimmicky. I, thought I also wish the other one. They're, they're I want them to kickoff. adopt the XFL kickoff, like where yeah. you have the lines 10 yards apart from Me each too. other. Yeah, that will that uh, still allows for a physical kickoff return, but doesn't allow human 225 pound padded man missiles to get a head start and crash into each other. Uh, people know what I meant. Stop it. Stop it with your curious Brock Johnson. I <laughs> using your uh, lingo. I was a man missile in college. Uh, nope. Nope. That'll oh on on special teams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was a wedge fine. breaker back in the day when there was. I that was surprised. That should I come was a wedge as breaker <laughs> and part of the wedge. It may explain some things at this point in my life. I admit the yeah, yeah. We'll just leave it at that because I'm no doctor, nor have I played one on TV. But I do do a podcast and radio with you on a regular basis, and that makes a lot of sense. All right, Andy. Back to the questions we go. Here we go. Uh, Greg Donahue, was there a second shooter on the grassy knoll? I said, ask us about anything. Yes. I agree as well. Okay. Um, here we go. Uh, all right. Oh, Tyler Martin. Excellent one. If the Patriots missed the playoffs this year, would Belichick retire just to avoid being forced to host the next season of hard knocks? Uh, yeah, I can't imagine him doing hard knocks. He might just be forced <laughs> to retire just because he's forced <laughs> to retire. Um, yeah, it, that's a... That's going to be interesting if it goes down that road, if it's another playoff free season. And as we talked with uh, PFF Brad about based on the division and the competition and the schedule, there's they could be a better football team and still miss the playoffs. And then then what then what happens? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 
Uh, Here's my favorite random question from Ashley Harper. Is every mirror you purchase already used? (laughs) I, you know, you got to love this time of year when (laughs) people, some of them have, uh, um, no, they're never wrapped. You have to be able to look in it so you can figure out if it works or not. No, sometimes they have it with that little, like that thin layer of like brown paper, like the same brown paper that the, the butcher might use or something. Yeah. Some of them have brown paper on them. So you get to get a virgin mirror. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please proceed to your six rings bingo card and check off at the 40 minute mark. Andy said virgin mirror as well. well you All said right, back man to- missile. So we have man I, missile. And okay. Virgin man, man missile and virgin mirror. Uh, okay. Very good. I like that. Uh, moving on. Uh, Joe LeMay, are OTAs only good for finding out who can't play or can it be a legitimate barometer for potential NFL success? I think it's more the former than the latter. Um, just because you can play in OTAs in shorts and t-shirts and look good doesn't mean you can play NFL football. But if you can't play in shorts and t-shirts, especially at the athletic positions, tight end, wide receiver, cornerback, safety, linebacker, if you can't run around and look like an athlete in those, then I find it hard to believe you're going to be able to do it when the football comes. So I, I, you know, I did uh, the Andrew Callahan's podcast and we talked a lot about Mm -hmm. this and I like, you, I do think you can start to see just the competitive nature of a guy, his yep. fire, like the Malcolm Butlers of the world. And you're like, damn, that guy. This guy came to play. Me. Who's this guy? Yeah. Right. And and I, you, that doesn't mean you automatically say, you know what he is, future Super Bowl uh, playmaking cornerback. No, no, no. You just say, I want to see what he does in training camp when the pass yeah. come on. And then come on I want to watch back. him. Right. In the third quarter of a preseason game, I'm going to remember – and, and see if he can build on it and start to stack them. But the old Parcells thing, it, if they don't bite as puppies, they're not going to bite as as dogs. And if the guy can't compete on an OTA field mm-hmm. like cornerback, might be time to think about a new career. This could be also maybe a spot where we see a guy like Justice Tavai, uh, Jelani Tavai's younger brother, who was invited to the rookie minicamp and did well enough that they signed him to the 90-man roster. He's going to be one of those guys where it's like, okay, you've got a couple practices in a minicamp to show us that you're worth sticking around for the actual pretend season come August. Uh, I, I think they're, I think it's super interesting. I think it's a great fun time. Like you said, you want to see that extra level of compete. I want some SFG serious football guy energy brought out there as well. Um, of course they did just lose two of those practices. So there's not necessarily as much room to be able to do that. Okay. Fun one from Jordan Watson, uh, a regular with excellent questions galore, usually uh, on the pod, our lives and more. Okay. Fitzy, Andy, imagine you guys are Bill O'Brien minus the receding hairline and butt chin. What player besides Ramondre Stevenson are you most excited about utilizing on your 2023 offense? Ooh, that is a good one. I don't want to beat the dead horse, so I'm not going to say James Robinson, although I do like James Robinson. You do like you some Jimmy Rob, some J-Rob. I am going to go back to the guy that a full year ago, I think most of Patriot Nation was excited about. I know our former co-workers, Brian Barrett and uh, Nansky Mike, were excited about Kendrick Bourne. I think he's a versatile playmaking athlete, and people seem to forget, because of all that's gone on, that at the end of the 2021 season, he was a playmaker. Like he was mm-hmm. making, he looked like the closest thing they had to an athletic, dangerous playmaker. So I'm going to go Kendrick Bourne bounces back to that. And you, you look at the athlete and 
Remember the energy? We used to just be like, oh, he's got so much fun-loving energy and smiles, and he makes plays. Kendrick Bourne. I think that's a that's a fantastic fa- – I want to see what he can do again. We're not looking for Debo Samuel 2.0. Just if you get him back to where he was in 2021 yeah. and maybe even increase just a little bit, like I, I think the way – if this offense works to its maximum capacity with Robinson and Stevenson and Juju – and Taekwon and Kendrick. And if maybe one of these rookie receivers adds even just a little something, you know, I know uh, there was that piece Chris Mason put out on mass live that I uh, put up, put up on our site about how his high school coach is all hype, steal the draft, get your popcorn ready. That's what those guys are supposed to do. They're supposed to be hype men for their kids. They're so thrilled that one of theirs made it to the NFL. But if you get just a little something, I don't know if the Patriots are going to be like downfield dangerous this year. However, they could be, in a best-case scenario, offensively unpredictable. And that's the best thing I think Bill O'Brien can bring back, in addition to the confidence and the competence, like you've said time and again, the big C words entering 2023. Some some offensive unpredictability would do this team a lot of good. Andy, we could do this all day long. I'm just going to throw one more in for you right here. Um, There's so many we can sit. This is like a mailbag that will just keep on giving. Um, How come it's not a female bag? No, uh, M-A-I-L. Thank you very much. That could, let's not, let's, let, we'll get canceled eventually. Could you not hasten our departure from the broadcast platform? Uh, all right, here, where was this last one? Okay, Scott Mello. Matt was, Matt Mack was lights out with a real offensive coordinator in 21. Crap year last year. Now he's got a real OC again. I guess Brad sort of answered this one, Andy. Are you with Brad, PFF Brad Spielberger, who joined us in the first half of the program? Uh, can this be a, can he be a top 15 quarterback and can this be a top 15 offense? Yes. And yes, uh, certainly I don't now I don't actually think that's any great shakes. If you're a top 15 QB or a top 15 offense, I think that's very mediocre. I would also, um, what was the phrase? He was lights out as a rookie. Yeah, I, I guess I guess we were so was ready he, to be impressed because we're coming he, off of Cam Newton skipping right. footballs to people. He was never lights yeah. out. He was terrible last year, but he was never lights out as a rookie. Um, if he gets to lights out, then, yeah, you're better than a top 15 quarterback. You're better than a top 15 offense. And I do. We've talked a little bit about this. I think the depth of weapons that he has to work with the running back, the the many, many assets he has around them, uh, like you have around yourself right now. Um <laughs> The, I, I think they can be a good offense. I don't know if they can be great. I don't know if they can be lights out, but I think they can be good. All right. We are currently joined by one of my young ones who is home on a sick day. See? Hair day. See, Sawyer? That, see, that that's Andy. You want to say hi to everyone, Sawyer? Hi. Yeah, Sawyer's hi, not feeling so good, everybody. Hi, how are you? Sawyer's not feeling too good today. He stayed home. He just finished watching the Paw Patrol movie, and now Dad is going to make his way into a different doghouse. Um, Andy, we, uh, that was an excellent episode. We thank, uh, pro football Focus's Brad Spielberger for joining us in the first leg, providing some statistical analysis and opinion on where the Patriots were, where they're going and how their draft worked out. Thank you so much to everyone on Facebook through the socials who gave us some great questions, uh, some great stuff to chew on. There's a few more we can get to on our next mailbag as well. Uh, any final thoughts, Andy, before we wrap things up on this latest edition of Six Rings? Uh, my only final thought is whether it's us or Brad or just the general media, some fan. I I feel a, a, a trend toward positivity at this point in Patriot Nation. It's only May, 
We're mm-hmm. knocking on the door Memorial Day. Everybody's putting their boats in and the burgers on the grill. Mm. But I would say trending toward positivity, even if it's not quite in the positive world of beat the Eagles, beat the Chiefs, beat the Bills twice. Yes, maybe that PFF sim of 11 and 6 could be a bit of a reach, but I too feel things trending in a positive direction as well. That's nice to hear. That's a great note to end on. May not be the salad days of Memorial Day where it's like, yeah, I can't wait. I got my season tickets. You get your playoff tickets yet? You book your Super Bowl tickets? Like, we're not there, but we are trending in the right direction. We we got good vibes again in Pats Nation, and that's about all you can ask for. All right, for producer Justin Turpin, our guest Brad Spielberger, uh, Young Sort. What's that, buddy? Um, We're going to the arcade. All right, we're going to go to... I don't know if you're going to the arcade. The arcade. Okay. We might be going to the arcade. You never, it depends on sounds how we're like feeling later on. There will, it sounds like I am. And there's going to be popsicles involved too. For Sawyer, everyone at the arcade, Andy, your old pal, Fitzy. This is the latest six rings and football things brought to you by WEI Odyssey and 2400 sports. Thank you guys for listening. Give us a follow at six rings pod rate review, subscribe and share. We will be back after Memorial day with a fresh batch of pods uh, heading into a, uh, pared down OTAs before minicamp in the middle of June. Thanks, everybody. Good day. God bless. And as always, go Pats.